Hi, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to our passion project, Intersections. We're your hosts. I'm Linda. And I'm Austin. In this intro episode, we'll give you a sneak peek into what this adventure we're calling Intersections is going to be all about. Um, But to start off with, we'll give a little bit about our story. How did we meet, Linda? Um, So we met at a youth pastor's breakfast. He doesn't like to remember that. That's not where I would start, but... (laughs) He doesn't like to talk about it because I was not remember memorable, I guess. Anyways, he was a pastor, <sighs> so I definitely wasn't interested. And then um, I was at a wedding where I was a groom's homie. Shout out to David and Wendy. And I started talking to another groomsman, Sterling Spence, who is one of Austin's buddies. Shout out to Sterling. <laughs> and he kept name dropping Austin. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've met him. And that was it. And so I was like, okay, that was interesting, but didn't think much of it. And then after the wedding, I think it was like a few days after Sterling and I were like Facebook messaging. And then he was like, you and Austin would be awesome conversation partners if, yeah, just like colleagues. So I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. But I definitely wasn't going to hit up Austin. And to me, Sterling (laughs) said, you should hit up Linda. You guys would have great conversations and you'd probably be more than friends. So I slid into the DMs and uh, in my defense, I did remember Linda, but she was a pastor. And in my, in my experience, I'm not trying to date a pastor. So, (laughs) um, he thought I was a square bear. Yep. I thought she was a square bear and she thought I was a square bear, but then we went out and we realized, Oh, we're both square (laughs) bears. We should date. Yeah. And then we went out and then he called me his date in some conversation we were having. And I was like, Oh, I could be down. Any who's old (laughs) fast forward a couple years and some change, um, two and a half years. We've been married for a year. Something you should also know about us is that we are in an interracial relationship and I didn't realize how much work it takes. (laughs) And you'll hear us referring back to, I'll say, you'll hear me referring back to how much work it takes um, to be in an interracial relationship because I am still in the process of unlearning a lot of my blind spots when it comes to our ethnic backgrounds yeah i would say how much work it takes to do it consciously yeah Um, who is exhausting there's many times we've had tearful me mostly (laughs) i've cried a lot um when it comes to really navigating our intersection of um our ethnicities and how we identify ourselves um both culturally and i guess in our gender in our bodies yeah Yeah, and I added consciously because um, it's totally possible to just kind of float our way through relationships and not seek growth and to stay stagnant in relationship. But if if you're on a growth path, then like like Linda and I aim to be, um, Mm. then relationship and especially in our experience, this relationship, this interracial interracial relationship we're in has been, I'll speak for myself, has been such a growing opportunity that has forced me and offered me the opportunity um, to move along in the process of weeding the garden of my mind. And I have found in Linda 
a co-gardener um, who can come in gently and at times aggressively and force me to confront <laughs> my own crap and um, yeah, to pull out the stuff that doesn't serve me and that's harmful to the people around me, um, especially those things that I haven't recognized were harmful to myself and to others around me. Um, so just a quick ad for <laughs> interracial marriage. <laughs> um, yeah. One of, so rewinding back to the beginning of that first date and then the second and the third date, one of the things that I fell in love with about Linda really quickly was the fact that she was just so curious about people and their stories and had such a reverence for um, people's stories and their time and their, their experience and their perspective on life. And so that meant our conversations were really deep um, from the get-go. And uh, it seems like Linda is kind of like almost allergic to the superficial. She likes to go in the deep end of the pool right off the bat. Not really because she can't swim very well. Yeah, I can't. Um, but metaphorically in conversation and in, um, in diving into people's experience of life and love and... and um, their experience in their own body, in their gender, in their sexuality, in their ethnicity, in their race, in all these things. Mm, thanks, Boo. That's Austin too. I think that's why we make such a great team is that we've been able to create um, spaces and conversations with friends and family that just, that goes beyond surface level. Um, and so, yeah, kind of bringing our interests of just knowing someone's story and fully engaging, fully seeing people. Um, we started to notice like, man, these conversations are really shaping us and they're really insightful. And we have talked about with friends, things from like vulnerable issues of like depression, heartbreak, um, losses, to like social issues creating your niche as as an artist yeah. or um decolonizing your mind from toxic mm. masculinity and internalized misogyny and something we came to um, realize was that all the different intersections that made our friends and our family uniquely them um, their their gender, their race, their ethnicity, their lived experience, their their abilities or their different abilities, their um, their bilingualness or monolingualness or their immigration status or the the family that they grew up in, um, all these things that shaped them really changed um, the way that they engaged with society and that society engages with them. Um, and all these things have impact on the way that we live and move around the world. Um, but we can often be unaware of them because we're too close to our own experience and we don't have perspective of, of mm. somebody else's perspective mm -hmm. or lived experience. And so talking and sharing about these things began to open our eyes um, to the, the wealth of, of diversity and perspective around us. And we began to learn so much and we thought to ourselves, we, we really should record these conversations um, because they're so rich and, and Linda and I are learning so much from these amazing people that we get to call our friends around us. So our hope with this project is that 
It can be a conversation starter for you, for your friends and your family. It can be a learning experience. Um, but if nothing else, having these conversations has been an amazing learning experience for Linda and I and a growing experience for us as well. So that's our hope is that you engage with us and um, continue this conversation with us by maybe starting your own conversation of what intersections do you embody or asking your friends and family um, the intersections that they embody and how they see that inter interacting and engaging with the world around them. Yeah. yeah. So we, we undertake this project with a lot of reverence and excitement and joy, and we hope that it is a gift to you in the same way or different ways um, mm -hmm. that it has been a gift to us. Yeah. So with that, um, come along with us as we engage on intersections. <laughs> <laughs> Too cheesy? Okay. Um, all right. Bye. 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 <laughs>